What's going on, guys? Welcome or welcome back. I am your host, Dana Meyer, and you're listening to the podcast Day by Dana. I'm a certified personal trainer, a group fitness instructor, a business owner, and now your coach and friend. This podcast covers various topics throughout your mental and physical health journey and how to take each step day by day. Whether you're on day one, day 365, or just starting a new attempt at your journey, you are one step closer to becoming the best version of yourself just by clicking on this podcast episode. In today's episode specifically, we are talking about all the things that I wish I knew before starting my fitness journey and what I think you should know in order to help you best achieve your 2023 fitness goals. All right, so let's recap what happened last week. In case you missed it, last week we dove deep into conquering your gym anxiety and how to stop worrying about what others think about you, especially while you're at the gym. I really love this one because I struggle daily with anxiety. And as most of you guys know, I would not be able to function without my anxiety medicine and all the habits and practices that I've set into place to conquer those nasty thoughts, including on therapy, years of therapy, honestly, and things like that. So in case you missed it, be sure to check it out. Side note, I contemplated putting that part even in there that I'm pretty reliable on my medicine, but I just think that it's important that you guys know that I do struggle with anxiety pretty badly. Um, And if it weren't for my medicine, I wouldn't be who I am and be able to literally go through each day without having panic attacks because that sucks. I, I have been diagnosed with anxiety and panic attacks, like panic disorder kind of. Um, and without my medicine, you guys, it, my heart, life is really hard. So if you're in any situation like that, I urge you, especially if you're listening to that episode, to, you know, take advantage of the people around you and the people in your life that that love you and that you love and, you know, reach out if you need any help. And I'm always available, obviously, via DM. I've just figured out actually how to access my requests on TikTok DMs. So if you DM me on TikTok and I wasn't answering, I'm so sorry. But or I guess you weren't ever able to. But now you are. So you can DM me on TikTok. But I don't check them as often as my Instagram DMs. So if you ever need anything, just know that I'm here for you. All right. We're heading into 54321, which is the journal prompts that I like to do at the beginning of every episode. So you may have no idea what I'm talking about if you've never listened to an episode today. But basically, I decided that at the beginning of each episode, I want to do a little segment that I call 54321. It's basically a journal prompt that I made up for myself. And I do it each night. um, And I've been really loving it. And I wanted to share it with you guys and kind of make this part of the introduction to each episode just to have something like semi-interactive that we can do together. Plus, it holds me accountable for journaling too. So if you're at home or in the office right now or something, you can pause as we go. Get out a notebook and a pen, a journal, open up your notes app on your phone, whatever, right along with me. If you're driving, you can save this for later or you can just think about the answers in your head. I just really want to emphasize in each episode that the mental part of your journey, like this is so important, you guys, the mental part of your journey is just as important as the physical. We're going to get our mind right, our bodies right. Let's get right into it. So I usually do this at the end of my day. So if you're listening, it's the morning time and maybe recap yesterday. But actually, I was supposed to record this episode at the end of 2022. So this was kind of supposed to be like a recap, like a 54321, just like what I'm grateful for, things like that um, about the year. But now it's like two weeks into 2023 because I'm way behind on my shit. So we're just going to go. We're just going to go with it. This is what I had written down for myself on December 29th, okay, when I was supposed to record this episode. First things first, we talk about five things that we are grateful for, okay? So here are my five things. I have some new followers, more importantly, new friends, okay? Guys, I think of every single one of you. If you follow me, whether it's on TikTok or Instagram, like you are my friend, you are part of my journey, and I appreciate you for being here, and I love you. Also, we're going to get into this in a second, guys. I freaking manifested a viral TikTok in my last podcast. Like I I did. I really did. I promise. So I'll talk about that in a second. Number two, seeing my nanny kids tonight. Well, this was on December 29th or was it the 30th? No, it was December 29th. No, it was the 30th. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyways, I was babysitting that night. So I was very grateful that I got to see my nanny kids. For those of you that have followed me for a really long time, you may know this. I was a nanny like during COVID times and um, I 
love them. Like I love them to death. But what happened is I moved. So I actually ended up um, moving up north a little bit. Like I moved like 35, 40 minutes away, which isn't that long, but it is like a long commute to work. But it actually worked out because they ended up like having my youngest actually went into school. So I kind of had to leave the job and I got a job nannying for Browns player, which was amazing. They're such a sweet family. I had so much fun, but obviously they're only here actually in the Cleveland area for like a certain amount of time because they live in San Diego. So they moved, went back to where they are from. Um, and I didn't lose that job, but obviously like they weren't here. So I wasn't nannying for them. So that's when I kind of fell into the orange theory job. And if you want to know all that information, like that's all in my first episode, like get to know me. Anyways, I was just grateful that I got to see the nanny kids. Okay, next up, number three. The New Year is two days away. LOL, we're two weeks in now. And I'm so thankful to be able to see another year. So this is also something that I was grateful for when I wrote this script. Um, I My anxiety and my depression love to tell me, like, you're not going to see it tomorrow. You're not going to see next week. Like, what happens if you die? Like, those kind of terrible things. Um, and so I'm just grateful that I made it into 2023 and that I'm able to see another year. And I'm thriving, guys. I love it. Okay, number four. Everyone I got to see this week due to being home for the holidays. So if you guys don't know this, I am a coach at Orange Theory. We had lots of people in and out of the studio um, during the week between, you know, Christmas and New Year's. Lots of people were home for the holidays. I also got to see some friends from high school. Just like got to like reconnect with some people that I just haven't seen in a long time. And that's one thing that I really like about the holidays is like people come home. You know, I'm I never really moved out of where I'm from. So people usually come to me, you know, like people come in because other people, you know, my friends and things like they they left so when they come in it's just really nice and heartwarming that people you know want care to like stop by to see me and that I can make time to you know see people that I haven't seen in a while and number five my Christmas was amazing so again I wrote this five days after Christmas I was still in that like Christmas mood it was great it was great and I hope everybody else had an amazing Christmas I know that the weather was kind of shitty like all throughout um not just in Ohio but all throughout the nation I hope everyone was able to get where they needed to be safely I know flights were canceled and I know it was like really stressful because the holidays are already stressful you know and then we have to add the crazy weather into it okay next so that was the five part of five four three two one now it's four and it's four things that I love about myself today so guys this is like really hard to do to sit down and write four things that you love about yourself. So again, since I only do my podcasts weekly, I'm going to talk about four things that I love about myself, like kind of just that week, like four things that I, you know, love, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be physical. You guys, it's just like anything that you feel like you want to write to yourself. You know, I'm trying, one of my goals for 2023 is to speak to myself the way that I speak to people that I love. So here it goes. Number one, I created my vision board for 2023 and I freaking love it. I'm so dang proud of myself, you guys. And I've never really done this before, but I'm actually so proud of how it turned out. And I like set aside time with my roommate. We like had a glass of wine. I printed everything off at Walgreens. Everything's from Pinterest. I freaking love it. Um, and it matches the vibe. Like it matches the vibe I want going into 2023. It matches the vibe in my room. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm obsessed and I'm proud of myself for doing that. So that's one thing that I love about myself. Number two, I love my body and the fact that it got me through my workouts this week. So obviously with me being a coach, Orange Theory. I do the workouts almost daily. I think it's important for me to know what my members are going to go through when I coach it. Um, and also it's a win-win because I get to work out too, which is great. So I think sometimes, especially when we hate on our bodies and we hate um, the way that we look or the way that we feel, we forget that like our bodies are functioning. They're like tools and it's like a machine and it's working. Like it's still working, even though we may not like how we look today or whatever. Like it got you up. It got you out of bed. It got you to work. It got you to your workout. You're able to move your body to, to work out, things like that. So I just, even though I might not love my body the way that it looks that day, I still love that I have a body and that I'm here, I'm alive and I'm, I'm able to work out. 
Number three, I love that I've started to gain some independence. Even my boyfriend noticed, you guys, Bryce, like, uh, made a comment last week. He was like, I feel like you're getting really independent lately. And, like, that's just such a huge compliment, I think, because if you know me personally, you know I'm a super, super dependent person. Like, I'm so dependent, you guys. I... Up until, like, last year, I couldn't even go to the freaking bathroom by myself. Like, I'm scared to sleep alone. Like, I would never live alone. Like, I'm just a very dependent person. So whenever anyone points out that I've been independent, I am like, oh, my God, it's, like, one of the highest compliments. So I am very proud of myself, and I love myself for being independent. Number four, I love that I've remained consistent. I've been consistent with my workouts and keeping up with my book. Um, I've been better at cleaning and, like, just making sure my room and my bed's made, things like that. So I've just been consistent with a lot of things in my life, and I love that. All right, next is number three. We're going to list three things that we're proud of ourselves for doing. So I'm proud of myself for Everest. If you guys aren't familiar with Orange Theory, um, we do do like benchmarks that we do every like three months or so. Okay, so we have Everest is like an incline challenge on the treadmill. We're basically working all the way up to incline number 12, which is the highest it goes on an Orange Theory treadmill, at least at our studio. Everest was the week that I wrote this and I'm so proud of myself. I made it 1.8 miles, which is almost two miles, you guys, in 23 minutes on like an increasing incline and decreasing incline, which is just like crazy to me. Like I can't believe I did that three months ago when I competed or completed it, I guess I should say, I only made it 1.4. So I made it almost a half a mile more than I did last time. And that's progress. You know me, you know, the way that I stand on the scale and things like that. Like I'm really big about non-scale victory. So the fact that I was able to make progress is huge. So I'm proud of myself for that. So number two is I'm proud of myself for sticking to the podcast. LOL. Um, I literally... I didn't record for like two weeks. So that's okay. It's all right. We're going to get back into it. It's 2023. It's a huge goal that I've set for myself. I know that it's a big goal. I know that it's going to take a lot of work and effort, but we're going to stick to the podcast. You guys, we're going to stick to it. Number three, I'm proud of the 2023 goals that I've set. Self-explanatory. I'm just proud of myself for sticking to goals or creating goals, I guess, and hopefully sticking to them. All right, we're almost done, guys. Two things that we hope tomorrow brings, or if you're listening to this in the morning, what are two things that we hope today brings? Because I'm sticking with the theme of it being the new year, I'm going to say two things that I'm just kind of looking forward to. Um, So... Number one, and this is when I manifested that TikTok, you guys, going viral. I had said, like, it's been a long time since I've had some new followers, some new friends, um, lots of engagement, and, you know, like, some views on a video. And so I'm just kind of hoping that I get a viral TikTok soon. And literally the next day, I posted that that morning in my life or whatever, and it's at, like, 1.2 million views. And I'm just happy, you guys. I'm so happy that I have some new people here that hopefully I'm encouraging more of you to move your bodies, love your bodies, and all those good things. Okay, number two, I hope New Year's Eve goes over well, no set plans, but it's so overrated. I'm just ready for in 2023. Bring it on. That's what I wrote. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm here. I made it. 2023 is very much here. And New Year's Eve went over fine. I just, I went over to Bryce's. We just hung out, um, watched the ball drop. Actually, we missed it. We missed it because the OSU game, if you know, you know, we lost because of a kick and literally the moment he kicked it, the ball dropped. So I missed the ball drop, but we cleaned up everything. We had made like appetizers and had drinks and stuff. And by the time we were done cleaning up, the ball was dropping in Nashville. So we watched that one and pretended like it was our new year and it was, it was fun. One more thing. So we are down to number one. We're going to list one thing that scares us that we did. So like, or like, what did I say? Okay. What is one thing I did today that scared me? Because I think it's important to challenge yourself every day. Every day we should challenge ourselves. So the thing that I did, the thing that I wrote down that I that I had done that scared me that week was driving home in the snow because it was the big like first snow like like I talk, talked about in the beginning. Um, we had that crazy storm that came through right on, right before Christmas Eve. And Ohio weather is crazy, you guys. The day that I wrote this, it was almost 70 degrees. 
Okay. And the week before that, it was like negative two. So that's what it's like living in Ohio. And I'm just proud of myself for like braving the snow, braving that crazy storm and making it home safe, obviously. So just remember when you guys are doing this exercise that you have to love yourself in order to start this journey. You cannot start this journey with the mindset of I hate myself. I'm doing this because I'm fat. I'm doing this so that my crush will like me back. I'm doing this so that my family or friends will stop commenting on my weight or my appearance. I'm doing this to look on vacation. Like, no, you are doing this because you love yourself. You want to be the healthiest version of yourself. And you're accepting that right now, the way that you look is the way that you look. All right, we're going to make conscious decisions from here on out that'll positively impact your health day by day and take this journey one step at a time. It is not a race. It is not a quick one and done fad diet, 30 day cleanse. It is a journey and it's going to take time, you guys. Yay. I'm so excited to get into the new topic this week. Without further ado, let's talk about all the things that you need to consider before starting this new fitness journey. All right, you guys, I'm going to have three topics um, and we'll go into bullet points from there essentially. So the three things that we're covering that I just wish I knew, like think of them as categories are mentally like things that are going to happen and shift mentally. Number two is like fitness wise. So the gym in general, things you need to know and stuff when you go to the gym. And then three, we'll talk a little bit about food and nutrition. So let's dive right in. We're getting right into it, you guys. Mentally, things that are going to shift and that you need to be prepared for when starting your fitness journey. Number one, please, please, please remember that you need lots of sleep. Okay, I think it's like eight hours a night is recommended. Um, I know I don't set a great example because I get up at three o'clock in the morning some days to open at Orange Theory. And no, I don't go to bed at a, at a great time. I usually lay down around eight, eight thirty ish. And I'm probably not asleep till nine or nine thirty, which sucks. I know that's like I'm not getting enough sleep, but my schedule's crazy, you guys. Like Monday, Tuesday, I don't have to be at the studio until 8.15. I usually go and take the 6.15 class though. So I'm still up like pretty early. And then on Wednesdays and Thursdays, those are the days that I open. I'm there really early. So it's kind of hard to establish a routine when you when your schedule is constantly changing. And so I feel with I feel you guys. Like those of you who are out there that are nurses, that work 12-hour shifts, that work night shifts, like it's hard to get in a routine. The point is you have to just create a routine for yourself. Like It might not always be, oh, I'm in bed at eight o'clock every night because that might not, you know, your next day, like you might not always have the same wake up time. So it might not be consistent that way, but you can definitely be consistent in a routine. Hey, I have to get seven hours of sleep tonight. So whether that's me getting up at, you know, eight, so I have to go to bed at what, what is the like midnight, like whatever it is. I just, oh my God, I can't do fast math, you guys. Whatever it is, just set that consistency for yourself, like create that kind of routine. Number two, you need to be drinking water. You guys, I got a hydrofa. No, that's a lie. I got a Stanley cup for Christmas and I'm obsessed with it. Like I wanted one really bad, but I didn't know how much it was going to actually change my life. I drink at least three of them a day and I think it's like 40 ounces. That's great. Like whatever you can do to just add some more water into your life, it keeps you full. It keeps you hydrated, obviously. Um, and it's good. It's good for your organs. It's good for your body. Like drink your water, friends. And number two or number three, you need to eat. Okay. You need to eat. Please, please do not be eating like 1200 or less calories a day. It's so, it's so unhealthy for you. And I can't speak exactly to every single one of you specifically because I don't know your story. I don't know how much you weigh. I don't know your nutritional needs. Like everybody is different. Um, but if you're curious about calories, calorie counting or keeping track of macros, things like that. If you're interested in going into a caloric deficit, I would recommend talking with a professional hundred percent. And I'm always available, like I said, to chat, but I can't really do like specific or like professional consultations or whatever. I'm not a registered dietitian or a nutritionist. I'm a personal trainer. So I know general facts about like nutrition, um, macros, things like that. And I can recommend websites and stuff to you guys to figure out your specific um, caloric needs. However, I would never tell anybody to eat under 1200 calories a day. That's insane. And I've been there before. I've done that to myself. I thought that that was the answer. I thought that was the way to lose weight and it is not. So if you're doing that, 
unless it's been prescribed to you by a nutritionist, a dietitian, or a doctor, please stop doing that. You need your carbs, you need your fats, and you need your proteins. Never go into it with the mindset of let's get skinny. Okay, I know it's very hard to not do that. I'm 100% guilty of that. Even right now, being three years into my journey and a lot more like mature, I think, than I was when I started, I still wake up some days and I'm like, I need to be skinnier. Like, it happens. I get it. Like, that's just kind of like the the tricks that our minds will play on us. But, you know, we have to like really get to the root of why we're doing this. I've posted so many TikToks about this, you guys. Like, if you want to just go binge them, it's it's seriously true. You have to kind of sit and have a, a conversation with yourself, whether that's writing in your journal or, you know, just just getting out your phone and jotting down some notes like why are you doing this what is your why it's not to get like yes you may think at the beginning that you want to shrink but it's actually all about growth okay it's about growing our muscles it's about growing mentally and growing physically you know like yes you are probably hopefully going to lose some weight especially if that's your goal like but it's not weight that you're trying to lose it's fat that you're trying to lose okay because you are going to see your scale budge a little bit because you're gaining muscle if you're going to the gym so keep that in mind remember the scale is not everything Keep showing up, friends. Keep freaking showing up for yourselves. Even when you don't like the way you look that day, even when you've eaten like shit that week, go for a walk. Go to the gym, hop on the bike for, I don't care, three minutes and watch a YouTube video. Go light. Just move your body, okay? If you wake up and you're like, I'm not going to the gym today. I don't deserve to move my body. I don't like the way I look in the mirror. I don't like the way my clothes are fitting. Throw on a big baggy shirt and go outside and go for a walk. If it's snowing outside, then go to your gym. Just get on the treadmill for like literally five minutes. I promise you, you won't, you won't want to get off. You won't want to get off. You will want to keep going. And if you do want to get off, fine. Then maybe your body needs a rest day. Hop off, accept that you need that rest day and go home and, and enjoy your day off. But the problem, I feel like the problem that I had the most is like getting back into it. When I take those rest days, when I have those days where I just like do not want to move my body or I don't feel worthy of exercise, I just fall into this trap where I I don't ever get back into it. Um, and that is something that is one of the hardest parts of your journey. You have to learn kind of how to conquer that. All right, next up, let's talk just briefly because I'm not as knowledgeable as I want to be. So hopefully that's something that I can learn a little bit more about this next year. But PCOS, Hashimoto's, thyroid or hormone trouble, cortisol levels. Let's talk all about that stuff, you guys. I um, struggle with hypothyroidism, which means my thyroid works a little bit too slow. I struggle a little bit with like my cortisol levels. levels. So those levels are kind of what puts your body, like it sends your body into like stress. So if you have any hormonal issues, um, specifically a lot of females do struggle with things like this, then you may want to talk to your doctor about if you should be doing high intensity workouts. Orange theory is pretty high intensity. Is that the right way to say that? Highly intense? I don't know. Some days if I'm on my period or if I know that I'm struggling, like maybe I missed a day of my thyroid medicine, I take it really light, you guys. And at Orange Theory, like a common misconception, I, I know I told you guys, like I'm not going to talk too much about OTF on my podcast because I never want you guys to feel like I'm thro- like shoving it down your throats. But really quick, like Orange Theory is is usually a pretty, you know, high intense workout, but you can always use a bike instead of the treadmill. You can use the elliptical. You can walk. You do not have to run. You don't have to follow the template to a T. Yes, the coach is there to push you and he or she is going to guide you through the workout, tell you to go faster, tell you to increase your incline. But if you're not feeling it, girl, do not like just do what your body feels like doing that day. Um, you know, listen to your body. So low intensity workouts, you guys still count. Like you're still moving your body. You still need a little bit of movement in your day. Speaking of that, my moving, my 
rings are like nowhere near where they should be right now and I'm kind of stressing out about it but anyways um just move your body you guys and and if you're on your period or if you're not feeling great like just do a low intensity exercise that day pick up lighter weights go for a walk you don't need to go crazy also steps are good for the booty you guys they're good for the booty they're good for the body they're good for the soul I know that sounds crazy but just move your body okay I don't know how many times I ignored my anxiety when all I needed to do was move around I don't know if you guys have ever felt anxious or if you've ever been like on the verge of a panic attack you just kind of need to move you need to talk you need to move your body so whenever I feel a panic attack coming on like even if I'm at work I will get up and like walk around the shopping plaza like I will try to just Actually, now that I'm a coach, I don't really have to do that because I'm constantly pacing back and forth. But when I was working at the desk, I would have to like get up, get some fresh air, like walk around the parking lot because moving helps so much. Like it helps that fight or flight response. Next up, this definitely I think falls into the mental category, maybe fitness as well, but you need to be prepared to budget. Okay. You need to know that there's going to be new foods that you're going to probably want to try or that you're going to want to swap out and healthier options, unfortunately are more expensive. I know it freaking sucks. Also, you'll need to budget for like your gym membership and things like that. But this is what I beg you to do because if you know me and like I talk about this briefly, I struggle financially like a lot. Like I definitely struggle financially. And I think that that's something that I like to share with you guys because I think it's relatable. And just because like I have some TikTok followers and I have a job that I love doesn't mean that I'm like rolling in the cash, you guys. So I'll 100% always be honest with you guys. Like I do struggle and this sucks. Like, and I hear the objection all the time from people who try out Orange Theory too. Like it is an expensive gym. I get it. And even Planet Fitness, like $25 a month. Like I barely use my Planet Fitness membership and I'm still paying for it because um, I do like to lift sometimes on my own. And it's just annoying. I think, I think it's just annoying. I am literally a personal trainer and I think it's annoying that you guys have to pay me for this information, which is why I'm going to try to put as much as I can in the podcast and go live for you guys. Cause I think that as much as I can, I would love to get this, this knowledge, this general knowledge out to the public for free. Obviously, if you would love, I'd love to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. So if you do want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, um, I have applications on my page. If you go to my link tree, but anyway, I just think it's dumb that we have to pay for, you know, health, for healthcare, for, for help with our bodies, um, for, you know, to, to have a gym membership and things like that. But just always remember that this is an investment in yourself and it's so worth it. You guys, I didn't get the hokas that I wanted for Christmas. And I was like, I'm going to go buy them for myself. And I was like, I just don't want to spend like a hundred plus dollars on a pair of shoes. But my hokas, you guys are years old. Like I made that TikTok when I bought them. Remember when I had those musty old Asics that were like years old, like 10 years old. Okay. I had gotten them from like my friend in high school's mom like gave them to me they were so used so old and my feet were killing me when I ran so I got hokas okay but this was like two years ago and I need new ones like they have a hundred percent outrun their miles on them like I need new ones and I just need to accept the fact that like I need a good pair because I do a lot of running and walking um and yeah they're expensive but they aren't gonna kill my feet so it's an investment in myself and that's how I justify that so I just want to encourage you guys to you know I have like people come in and say like yeah, well, Orange Theory is so expensive. Like, how can I afford a $100 gym membership? Okay, sit and think with this for a second, you guys. I'm not trying to be super harsh, but do you spend $100 a month on Starbucks? Do you spend $100 a month at the bars? Do you spend $100 a month at restaurants or on clothes? Like, do those things benefit your body the way that going to the gym do? Probably not. Like, probably not. So just, like, take that with a grain of salt. It's more about prioritizing your money. Um, Yes, it's expensive, but you are paying that already by, like, going through the drive-thru, you know? So, like, it's more of prioritizing yourself and saying instead of spending $25 a week at Starbucks, I was doing that at one point. I was literally spending $5 a day at Starbucks. I'm going to put that in a bank account and set that aside to pay for my gym membership instead because Starbucks is not – 
helping me feel better about myself. It's actually making me feel worse. Um, I can make my coffee at home. Going to the gym makes me feel better. So just sit and have a conversation with yourself about that, especially if one of your objections is I don't have money to take care of myself or to go to the gym. I know that it's expensive. I know it's annoying to have to pay it, but just have a conversation with yourself and, and prioritize and budget. Okay, you guys got this. Next up, um, we don't want to burn ourselves out. And this is what I tell all my new members too when people join at Orange Theory. I'm sorry again, I'm, I'm just bringing up Orange Theory, but that's how I relate, I guess. So think about the gym that you go to. You don't want to burn yourself out. You don't want to start 2023 thinking, I'm going to go every day and I'm going to get so skinny in one month and then I don't have to go ever again. Like, no, remember, this is a lifestyle change and a journey. Um, pick something that works for you. If going five days a week works, great. But if after a couple weeks, you've gone five days a week, if you feel burnt out, you feel annoyed, you feel like you can't do this anymore, you're feeling fatigued, take a step back like 100 it's it's okay to do that I always say this I apply this to almost every area of my life quality over quantity it does not matter if you're picking up a 2.5 pound weight as long as you're doing the right movement boom like you're like that is so much more important than picking up a heavy weight and doing the wrong form um, and this applies to with like the gym quality over quantity okay you guys so if you're going three days a week Wait, let's let's switch it. If you're going five days a week and you are burning yourself out, you feel like crap, you feel even worse when you leave the gym, you feel fatigued, you're feeling just like you're you're burning yourself out, then it is it's not doing what it's supposed to be doing. But if you bump it down, you go three times a week, but you're feeling more energized when you leave, you're more inclined to eat healthier throughout the day, you're drinking more water, things like that, um, then that's when you're doing the right thing. And that's when you are applying that quality over quantity. Always, 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 always. Next up. Just to like kind of close out the segment of your mental health, like what to prepare yourself for mentally when you're going through these journeys. The longer you wait, like that time is going to pass, you guys. That time is going to pass whether you're doing something about it or not. So think about it. In the next three months, you could have three months of progress. This applies to anything in your life. I don't care if you're not even doing a fitness journey right now. If you're looking for a new job, if you're try like wondering if you should get out of a relationship if you are looking to move like whatever it is if you're thinking about having like a baby like big lifestyle changes you guys time like doesn't stop for anyone it's still ticking and if you don't do anything about it then you then have three months of excuses so you either have three months of progress or three months of excuses so think about it that way just try guys nothing comes and I'm gonna have a whole episode on failing because your girls failed like a lot in all different aspects of my life. And I have lots to talk about how failing is good. Like failing is a good thing. It teaches you lessons. You have to fail in order to like make your way up on this journey. So the longer you wait, the more you're going to just put it off. Okay. So, and it's normal to not want to go. Okay. It's normal for your weight to fluctuate. It is normal for these things to happen. Don't let it get to your mind. Okay. You have to shift your mindset from, I want the scale to budge to I'm doing this to feel good. Okay. Kind of what they say about love. Stop looking and you'll find it. All right. A watch pot never boils. That kind of thing. Also, this journey is going to change everything about your life, not just your body and how you look. It's going to change how you feel, who you choose to surround yourself with, how much sleep you're getting, what food and drinks you're putting into your body, how early you get up, how late you go to bed, how you treat yourself and the others around you. It has taught me so much about myself. So that's just ending this on a positive note. Be ready for your whole life to shift. Like it is, it is the coolest thing ever. So number two, we're going to get into the gym, how the gym is like the, all the things that you need to know about the gym when going into your 2023 fitness goals. So real quick, slow and controlled. Here it is again. Quality over quantity, time under tension, form over weight. Okay. You should be slow and controlled on your movement. So time under tension when you are moving in your concentric motion. So I, I won't get super sciencey on you guys, but 
When you are moving your weights, think, okay? Stop and think. Don't rush through everything. In a bicep curl, we're not just going like this, okay? As fast as we can, we just gotta get through this. Like, we just wanna be done with this workout. No. Slow and controlled. So slow on the way up. Think about what muscle is moving. Like, that mind-to-muscle connection is so important. If you think about your bicep, you're gonna use your bicep. You can even use your resting arm to touch it if you want and feel it working. Slow and controlled on the way up. Time under tension. And then slow and controlled on the way back down. Okay, there's one rep all the way through. This is why people spend a lot of time at the gym because you're supposed to be using, well, and it depends, I guess, on your on your goals. Like everything's different. Um, and the time under tension can, can differ whether you're like working to be a bodybuilder or if you're working to lose weight, things like that. And that's why hopefully I can take some of you guys on as online, you know, personal training clients and I can work through those things with you. But it is very important that you are conscious of the muscles that you're using work on that mind to muscle connection, work on quality over quantity, time under tension. It is so important to pick up a lighter weight if you don't feel like you are doing the right form. Okay. Never be embarrassed of the weight that you're lifting. You want to be, I would hundred percent rather have someone look at me and be like, wow, that girl's using a five pound than me trying to lift a 25 pound and like having terrible form. Like that's more embarrassing to me. All right. Next up, if you are lifting compound movements come first. So this is like definitely more of a lifting thing. And if you guys are just getting into it and you're looking to kind of start way lighter, like do more cardio, you can probably skip this part. It might not make you know any sense yet, and that's totally, totally okay. We're, we're here to learn. But if you want to learn about compound and um, isolated movements, here we go. So compound movements always come first, and they are the movements that work multiple muscle groups. So like a squat, okay, or a deadlift, a lunge. Why am I only lifting or using examples from lower body? A bench press. There's something for your upper body. Like a bench press works like your shoulders, your chest, your tries, your biceps, like everything. Okay. And then isolated movements are things that only work one muscle group. So like a quad extension, only your quads. A calf raise, only your your calves. Um, a shoulder press, just your shoulders. Okay. So think about when you are building your plans. And if you don't want to build your plan, you guys, I have three options on my page. Go check them out. They're under $15. So affordable. So easy to follow. There's spaces to journal. Lots of things um, to offer for you guys in that in those, those plans. Make sure to check them out. When you are building your own, if you choose to build your own workouts, when you do like, let's say you're doing a push day. So that's everything, buys and tries and shoulders. Okay, you're going to do all your compound movements first. So you would start with like a bench press and warm up all the muscles in your body. As you move on through your plan, you're then going to work more on isolated movements. So it's just recommended that you start with compound movements and then work your way into isolated movements. That's just something that I wish I had known at the beginning of my journey. I have a whole TikTok on this, you guys, but cardio after weightlifting, in my opinion, is best on optimizing fat loss. And this is why. I'm going to get kind of sciencey on you guys really quick. So your body's preferred fuel source is carbs, okay? So your body will tap into your carb stores first to use it for energy during a workout, which is why carbs are so important and why you have to be eating your carbs. Okay, um, so when we are working out, if we lift first, then your body is depleting itself from your carb store. We're all out. No more carbs. Now what? Now how do we... How do we find energy? We tap into our fat stores, okay? So that are all the fats that you, you know the fats that you've been eating. So you tap into the fat store. Well, now you're using fat for energy and you're burning, therefore essentially burning more since cardio is already such a fat burning exercise. I hope that that makes sense. And if it doesn't, it kind of makes a lot more sense than the TikTok that I made. So go check it out on my page. I prefer to do weightlifting before cardio. And I think that it optimizes the most fat loss. But 
that's just it's my opinion it, it was fun to, to take to like you know conquer this hot take on tiktok because i think that in the fitness world it is kind of like a toss-up so that's just what i think and from working orange theory like what i've seen the most with driven results next up when it comes to stretching because you have to be stretching before and after your workouts dynamic stretching should come first and then static is what you should finish with so dynamic stretching is like Moving your body at the same time that you're stretching. This is very hard to explain over the podcast, like over the microphone, because you guys can't see me. A dynamic stretch is something where you're like moving your body at the same time. So like like a stretch and like a stand and reach. Okay. So we're like just we're moving our body at the same time. So we're stretching, but we're also moving. Or like, you know, when you're down in like kind of a squat position and you're just teetering back and forth. You're stretching out your quads and your hamstrings and your hip flexors, but you're but you're bouncing. We did this a lot in dance when I would do like a straddle. Like, what is it? Oh my God. Why can I not remember like any of my dance terms? Like you'd straddle and you'd kind of like lean both ways and then you'd lean over. Okay. And like things like that, that's dynamic stretching. It, it go, Look it up on YouTube. You guys, if you literally just Google dynamic stretching, you'll have tons of examples. Dynamic should be first to warm up your body. And then you should end with static stretching, sitting and touching your toes without bouncing. Just sit and touch your toes. Just reach out as far as you can. Things like that. Um, so I hope that that helps. Don't forget to stretch guys. Your body needs it. It is just as important to stretch before and after a workout. Like that is just as important as your workout, you guys, for building muscle. If you want to build your muscle, you got to stretch it. You got to stretch it out. And then also going into like going back to like the whole burning out thing. If you don't stretch, you're going to wake up. Your body's going to hate you. Your muscles are going to be so sore. You're going to be like, they're going to be like, please, please never do that to me again. And guess what? You're going to listen to it because it hurts and you're never going to go back. Okay. You got to stretch. You got to take it slow. All right. Perfect. Leads right into my next bullet point. Rest. You guys, rest days are so important. Rest days are just as important as your days of lifting. It depends on your goals, you guys, but I would say at least two to three days of rest. If you don't think you can take three days of rest and make one of them a active recovery day. So go for a walk. So that's basically just like a light, you know, like it's a recovery day. You're not heavy lifting, but you're doing something light. You're cleaning the house. Um, you're going out and about. You're going to the zoo, walking around, like whatever. Make it fun. Switch it up, you guys. You have to switch it up. It is recommended, or at least in my opinion, I think every eight to 12 weeks, we should do like a switch up. One of my clients right now that I'm working with for three months, we're switching her plan every four to five-ish weeks. And that is just gonna keep your body from plateauing, okay? You're gonna see like, you'll your body will kind of go into a shock at the beginning of your your new plan and it'll drop. Like it, as it gets used to it, you're gonna see your results plateauing, okay? And I don't want you guys to ever be like that or ever go through that because it definitely leads to just, being discouraged. So, I mean, I, and I've been there, I've been there. So you want to make sure you're switching things up. Don't do the whole, like the same exact plan for a year. Like your results will plateau. Also, I think I probably have this. Yeah, this is the next one. Progressive overload, you guys. You know how long I ignored progressive overload? I'm actually still really bad at this. What is progressive overload? It is progressively loading your weights heavier every time you go to the gym. Okay. So let's say at the beginning of my um, plan, week one, I'm squatting 75 pounds okay next time you go to the gym like next time you do your leg day next week now you're gonna do 80 okay and if you can only do 80 for two reps fine do 80 for two reps knock it back down to 75 and do those for the rest of them you tried okay keep a journal whether it's in your notes if you feel weird walking around the gym with a no pen and pen fine put it in your notes, take your iPad with you, whatever it is, and keep track. And this is in my plans. You can do this too. Like I have 
a whole, it's like a 20 page PDF, you guys. Lots of information. I've got like little journals in there. Um, I've got ways to track your progress. I've got a little dictionary with like common gym terms and abbreviations and what they mean. So check them out. But anyways, um, if you have a journal, you're much more likely to follow like, hey, last time I did calf raises, I could only do this and now I'm doing five pounds more like go me. Okay. Progressive overload is so, so, so important in building your muscles, getting better and obviously just like feeling better about yourself. Like I'm a freaking muscle mommy. That is how you should feel. Yeah. So add weight each week. Next up, last thing on the gym section. If you want to build that like hourglass figure, working your back is so important. And you guys, back day became slowly but surely my favorite day of the week when lifting. I freaking love working on my back and I feel so strong, guys. Like I feel like a freaking, like I feel so good. I just feel like so powerful and like to be able, I don't know, like somehow it became one of the most, actually, I think my triceps are what I'm the most proud of, but I do really love back day as well. It builds those lats. So like kind of under your armpits, your shoulder blades, and it creates that like hourglass effect. And I a hundred percent believe that that is something that has like accentuated my curves, if that makes sense. Like I definitely feel like I got my curves back and I'm so proud of them. And it just helps that I love doing back day as well. So just keep that in mind, you guys, you're not going to look like a man. You're not going to look like a man for lifting upper body. Please, please add upper body into your days. Actually, and if you're looking, one more time, you guys, if you're looking for a specific upper body plan, I do have one called Build Your Wings, Grow Your Wings. Oh my God, I'm sorry. That one is one of the ones that's available. That one is a heavier upper body. It'll, it'll have three upper body, two lower body days. So if you're looking, if you're like, I do want to work my upper body, but I have no idea what to do. I got you, friend. I got you. Number three, last topic, you guys. This is the last topic. Food. We're going to get into food and nutrition really quick. Um, we only have a couple more minutes left, so bear with me here. Diets aren't sustainable. You guys, diets are not sustainable. That is my opinion. That's my opinion. So don't come for me. I just don't believe that any diet is sustainable. They work. Diets work, you guys. You could drop your calories, go into caloric deficit. You could cut out carbs, do keto, whatever. I hate that I'm even saying this because I feel like I'm promoting it. You can do that. I did that. I cut out carbs for two months and ran a mile every single day. Hey, a lot of that is how my followers like got to me. And I'm glad that you're here and I'm glad you stuck around because you saw how that did not work. I gained all my weight back and more. You guys, it is 100% normal for you to lose that weight when you're on a diet. But guess what? You're just going to gain it back. So make sure that what you're doing and the choices that you're making not just to, just in nutrition, but also at the gym, are sustainable. Something that you enjoy doing that is going to be a part of your lifestyle change. Remember, this is a lifestyle change. So just remember that. Just remember. Um, next up, food is not the enemy. Okay, so this is something that I know is a touchy subject. We have to stop looking at food as the enemy. I came to a point in my life and journey where I looked at food like all it was there to do is make me fat. No. Where the heck, you guys, did we learn this? Where did we learn that like food makes us fat? Who is it like our moms? Is it like, was it like that health class where we like looked at the plate and everything was like, we need like half the plate green? Like was what, where did we learn this? It is, food is fuel, you guys, and we need it. No, you don't need a whole sleeve of Oreos and three scoops of mint chocolate chip ice cream every single night, Dana. But you need food, fats, carbs, and proteins are your macros, your macronutrients. You need them to survive, you guys. Please, if you're listening to this and you've been depriving yourself of one of your of your macros, like please, please talk to somebody. Add it back in. Um, talk to your doctor. Talk to someone that you trust in your life. That And I'm going to get into a really quick personal story in a second too. Um, but you need it. And you need more than a thousand calories a day, you guys. Oh my God. Wait, let's talk about this really quick. I think I already I might have said this on the podcast, so I'll, I'll make it quick. But there was literally a time in my life. And I hope none of y'all saw this video. I made a TikTok where I was like, I'm going to show you what I ate today and how I kept it under a thousand calories. I 
posted that on the internet for people to see. For people who trusted me and who followed me to be a relatable person, I posted that I ate under a thousand calories a day. I'm still so ashamed. And right away, oh, I was getting all the hate, which thank God, because I deleted it right away. And hopefully nobody saw that, especially people who were struggling with like food, because Oh my God, I'm still so embarrassed to this day about that video because truly at that time in my life, I was so uneducated and I thought that eating a thousand calories a day was what was going to get my, take my fat away. No, girl, no. So into the personal story really quick. My boyfriend, love him to death, has a food allergy. Okay. And it's pretty severe. And I wasn't really aware of food allergies and like kind of how much you have to look at boxes and products and ingredients and is this made with the oil is this do, has this come in contact with Trina things like that so until I started dating him love him to death would do this for him I will do this for him the rest of my life like I started cutting out tree nuts because I can't kiss him if I've had him and yeah I can brush my teeth and things like that I just don't like to mess around with it I don't and I love him enough to do it and it's fine that's my lifestyle choice now it became an obsession because as I talked to you guys about this before I struggle really bad with anxiety day to day Okay. And I started just really, it's not even like the allergy thing. It's also like just with the people I follow on TikTok and being on like health and fitness and food TikTok and things like that. I do see a lot of videos that talk about the ingredients and foods and like what you should stray away from. And I think I was thinking just too much into what was in my foods. I was afraid I was going to be allergic to something that I ate. I was afraid I was going to eat something that my body's never seen before and that I would have a reaction or that I was going to die or that it was going to like totally mess up my stomach or that I was going to develop an allergy or a food sensitivity. And I do have certain food sensitivities to bananas and sometimes avocados hurt my stomach, um, but I'm on another avocado kick, so I'm, I'm so far so good. But and then obviously, like I've recently pretty much cut out nuts, which sucks because number one, I love peanut butter. I loved almond butter and I love like that. It's a good source of fuel. Like nuts are a great source of fuel. So anyways, I just became too consumed in it and I wasn't eating. OK, you guys from like August, pretty much the month of like August and September, I remember sitting at my birthday dinner with him. And he was like, eat. And I was like, I just don't know what's in this like sauce. Like I was thinking about, I think I had like shrimp scampi. What is that? Garlic butter sauce. Like I was thinking about the way that the butter, because sometimes like I do get inflamed and it hasn't happened right now. I do have makeup on, but you can see like I have a little bit of like red patching on my face. Um, I'm sitting in front of a ring light though. So sometimes that I think is what makes my face red. But anyways, when I eat pretty unhealthy, I do break out a little bit. Like my face gets hot. And so the shrimp scampi just had a lot of butter and garlic and I was afraid to eat it. I was afraid to eat it. I was afraid it was going to have some kind of reaction. And I can remember Bryce just sitting across from me and being like, Dana, please just eat. Like, so after my birthday, I was like this, I am done living my life like this here. Hello, 26. We are getting back on our anxiety medicine. I did go to the doctor. I've been on anxiety medicine since then. And I feel so much better. You guys, I literally, this is what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode. I could not function. Like I was not eating. Okay. And I don't like to publicize that because I do feel like I'm promoting it, even though I'm not, I'm telling you how dangerous it was. And that I got to the point where the night I went out to celebrate my birthday, I hadn't eaten that entire day. I made toast and I stared at it, toast with butter. And I stared at it and was like convinced that like, cause it smelled weird. Like it had burned itself. And I had convinced myself that there was like a poison in the toaster. You guys, my anxiety was out of control. It's okay to laugh. I know when I like consoled and some of my friends, they were like, Dana, like, how are you living your life like this? It was awful. And I remember calling my mom and I was like, mom, I'm going out to celebrate my birthday tonight and I literally can't eat. And like, what if I get drugged when I'm out there? Or what if I get so drunk on my first drink because I haven't eaten all day? And she's like, Dana, what is... So I ate the toast. I was fine. I actually think it was a waffle. Anyway, I went to the doctor. I got anxiety medicine. Guys, I'm so much better now. But that was like kind of my personal story with like how food is like not the enemy. It is not there to hurt us. 
do you know that you actually need food to like survive? Like when you look at, and I'll tell you like one of my favorite um, websites to go to is T-D-E-E calculator, the four letters, T-D-E-E calculator.net or .com. I think it's .net. You'll put in like your, how active you are on a day-to-day basis, your age, your height, your weight, your sex, I think like if you're male or female, and it'll tell you you know, how many calories your body needs in a day just to simply function, just to get out of bed, to get dressed, to get in the car, go to work and come home. That is not including exercise. So if you're exercising on top of that, whatever number it gives you, you need to be eating more than that, you guys. So that's just something to like kind of, that's just a general knowledge kind of tip, you know, look at that. You It might shock you. You're like, whoa, I actually need like, um, you know, over 2000 calories. Like I didn't know that. And like, Remember, to the 2,000 calories a day thing is like a generalized, like everybody's different. So I don't feel comfortable, you know, giving specifics, especially on the podcast. I don't know who's listening. I don't know everybody's diet, you know, dietary needs and things like that. But that's all I'll talk about for there. But food is not the enemy. Eat more than 1,200 calories. Okay, we already talked about that. Look up your metabolic rate, TDEE calculator online. Guys, I'm following along with the bullet points. I've already pretty much tapped everything. So eat your carbs and your proteins, you guys. Fats, carbs, proteins. Remember, those are your three amigos. Those are your... um your macros, carbs, fats, and proteins. And also really quick, I'm going to tap in on this. If you guys know me and you listen to me before, I'm obsessed with Shelby Sacco. I literally had a dream last night that I met her. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with her. She posts about habits and routines. I'm actually reading one of the books. It's on my bed. It's called The Power of Habit. And she recommended it to me. Oh my God, I'm talking like as if we're like besties. She recommended it on one of her podcast episodes and I asked her for Christmas. Like that's how excited I was to read it. And I'm already like halfway through it. I'm obsessed with it. It's a really good book about just like your habits. And I think I'm going to start applying, like making TikToks, like little sit down with me and discuss why we work the way that we work. That's the whole point of the book. And not only that, but like how we can apply it to our fitness. Like I don't want to copy her. Obviously she talks about habits and routines and just building like your daily habits, but I kind of want to apply them to our fitness works. I've been reading some really interesting things that maybe like, I've been like, Hmm, that might be why we, you know, do this when it comes to your fitness journey, why we repeat certain things, why we avoid certain things. So I would love to make TikToks about that. So, but anyways, essentially under eating and not drinking enough water will throw you off. Okay. So if you under eat, your body will go into starvation mode and hold on to that fat. So if you're under eating, if you're eating less than the calories that your body needs a day, you're actually hurting yourself more because your body is holding onto those because it goes into starvation mode. It's like, oh my God, she's not going to feed us. We have to hang on to the fat to keep us warm. Okay. That's like, basic like biology essentially that I did not know you guys I did not know when I started this so that's why I'm sharing it with you these are things that I wish I knew you guys before starting my fitness journey so again if you are starting a fitness journey here this year 2023 these are some things these are important things you guys okay so and then not drinking enough water is another thing which I did not understand this until probably a year ago I didn't understand that water weight came from not drinking enough water I was it made no sense to me I was like I feel like water weight would come from drinking too much water and everyone's like no it's the same thing with the starvation mode thing, your body will hold on to water, water weight, if you're not drinking enough. So you got to drink enough water, you guys. You got to try and drink, you know, look up how much water is recommended daily for your weight, okay? And if you're like, oh my God, there's no way I could do that, cut it in half, girl. Just start, start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. You don't need to go zero to 100. Just have a goal for yourself. Set a goal for yourself, a sustainable, realistic goal, okay? Next up, powdered greens won't get rid of your bloating. That's the last thing I have on here. Powdered greens will not get rid of your bloating. I know like our beautiful girlies on here, the all the influencers love Bloom. I've never tried Bloom. I've tried three different kinds of greens powders. I have never found one that I absolutely love. Right now, actually, I do have, uh, I'm an athlete for Legion and I love Legion's project pro- products. Great, great supplement company, you guys. Um, look them up. Love to. T- I would love to talk 
so much about Legion and I can do even like a podcast episode on supplements and then maybe do some more like you know, give you guys more information about Legion. Um, and I have a discount code. It's Dana. I love their protein powder. You guys, their V or veg. Oh my God. Am I okay? Their plant protein is so good. And I put it in my coffee and my oats every single day, but their greens, I'll be honest. I haven't really found a flavor with them that I love, but if you mix it with orange juice, it is really, really good. Anyways, greens are never, ever going to get rid of your bloating. I do have the, these balance supplements from them. Um, it's gut support. It says reduces intestinal discomfort, enhances nutrient absorption, and supports healthy blood sugar levels. These are a daily like kind of vitamin. Um, and I also had a probiotic that I'm out of by them and I need to reorder because I was loving my probiotic. Um, that was just helping with digestion. And that's essentially what greens do too. Like obviously you need your greens, but they're not going to do anything if you're also not implementing greens into your daily. Like, yes, it's like they say, oh, it's a full serving of greens. Well, you still need to eat your greens. Like you're not going to get a full serve. Like you're, you're not doing much for your body by eating it in a powder. You know what I mean? Or like drinking it during the day. So yes, take your greens, especially if you like them. And if you enjoy them and they make you feel good, do whatever it is that makes you feel good. But also make sure you're incorporating like real greens into your foods. Like you can't just take your greens and eat pizza all day, you know? Um, so these things are obviously there to enhance gut support and help that. But if you have like chronic bloating, you need to see a doctor and, and seek out what could be causing those issues. Okay. Like don't just buy greens because a pretty girl on TikTok told you to buy them. Cause trust me, lots of these bloom influencers, like I was like, oh, I'm going to look like you. I'm going to buy it. But it's not always that easy. You guys, it's not always that easy. All right, we are going to move in last but not least to the Q and A for the week. So as you guys know, I like to close off the episode with a Q and A. Um, and just kind of talk about um, some things that I get asked on Instagram all the time. And um, for this episode, I picked, it's actually two kind of that go into one. Um, so Ashley and Annabelle both asked essentially basically how to balance fitness while in a relationship. And then also like, is he into fitness as well? So my boyfriend and I have been together for like seven-ish months. We've been talking since last March, so almost a year. I've known him forever. He's my best friend. Love him to death. Um, but we do obviously have different schedules. So you guys know I get up really, really early in the morning. So we actually don't see each other often on the weekdays just because there's like lots happening um, in the week. But we do try to spend time on the weekends together. Anyways, he we just have different schedules. By the time I'm getting home from work, he sometimes hasn't even gone into work yet. So it's tough for us to go together. We were doing Planet Fitness together for a little bit when our schedules did match up, but we just haven't had a chance to do that. And Orange Theory is not his thing. It's not his thing. And I've accepted that and it's okay. And it breaks my heart a little bit, but it's fine. I'm never going to force him to do something that he doesn't want to do. And it's kind of annoying because it's what I tell you guys all the time. Like you will never know until you try. Like you will never know until you try, you guys. If you are out there thinking, yeah, Orange Theory is not my thing either. Like don't be like, just go try it try it for one time it's free like what do you have to lose try it and if you hate it fine I will still applaud you because you tried okay anyways he doesn't go to orange theory with me and obviously that's my prefer my preferred like way to work out so no we don't really go together but he still is very into his fitness goals he has goals which is important to me I like that he likes to work on himself and that he has you know dreams and goals that he wants to reach in his life so he does go to the gym and that's not something that's like super important to me. I don't need someone who's like giant or who's who's muscular, but I do like that we can both be conscious about like our foods and like what we eat and things like that and make healthier choices when we need to. But he's also down to like have ice cream with me and things like that. So that's good. But it is tough to balance in a relationship. I, I would say that. And especially if your partner doesn't have the same, like I'm lucky enough, I think that Bryce, like even though we don't do the exact same workouts, we are very conscious about just being healthy and moving our bodies and things like that. So 
I feel very grateful for that. However, if you're in a relationship where your partner isn't like that, you can always sit down and have a conversation with them. Say, I know that you love me and I love you. And, you know, because of that, you will hopefully understand that I have these goals for myself and that I want to achieve them and I need your support here. So even though you're not going to come to the gym with me, I would just appreciate some support. You know, in the morning when my alarm's going off and I don't want to get up, like instead of scooping me in and and trying to get me to cuddle and stay with me, you know, you got to push me, like help me get out of bed in the morning. Maybe help me pick out my outfit. You know, if you want to come, you know, you could help me, you know, film if you're, if you're filming yourself or, you know, help, you know, take progress pictures, things like that. And if you don't feel comfortable having that conversation or you don't feel comfortable with your um, partner knowing about your goals and dreams, that's a whole other conversation that I feel like maybe you should have a a little one-on-one with yourself. Like, why don't I feel comfortable with my partner knowing about my goals? And I don't feel like they'll support me and I don't feel like they'll help me out. So keep that in mind as well. But friends, that is all for today. That's all for today. And if you guys have been here on my live this whole time, I freaking love you. Like, thank you so much. Be sure to check out the podcast. That's Day by Dana on Spotify. Um, But I freaking love every single one of you guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I really hope, I really, really hope that some of this information helped you get ready and gave you all the confidence that you need to conquer 2023 and all of the goals that you've set, fitness or not. Remember that I am here to share, to teach, to encourage and support. And I am so, 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 so proud of you guys. And I'm super excited to continue this journey with you all. Happy freaking new year. (laughs) Until next time, guys. 